welcome into Sports Fighting Daily. Thanks for joining us on a Wednesday. Today is June 22nd. June 22! June 22, 22! How's everyone out there? What's going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Thanks for joining us on a Wednesday. On today's show, we're going to talk about live betting. As we did yesterday, we'll go in, uh, go into some depth about live betting. Now remember, Tuesday's shows are for beginners. Wednesday's shows are for advanced bettors. So it's the same idea. Both Tuesday and Wednesday, we'll talk about the same topic. But today, we take it a little bit deeper than we did yesterday. So we'll talk about live betting, why it's important, why it's uh, tricky, You know, some mistakes people make. And we'll get into all of that on today's podcast. Remember, if you want to make more money betting player prop parlays, check out Thrive Fantasy. They have fixed payouts for player prop parlays, guaranteed the best payouts in the entire industry industry. It's really worth it if you like to bet player props. Online Thrive Fantasy or download the app. Put in promo code SBD for a deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's Thrive Fantasy promo code SBD. All right, so let's go over first of all one of the things I stressed yesterday. And this to me is the most important thing in live betting. And it's not just the most important thing. It's the most important thing that people don't pay attention to seemingly seemingly at all. And that is that game state matters. What a lot of people will do very often, very often, and this is more the public or, you know, my friends I talk to, is they'll like a favorite, but they'll wait to bet the favorite live. And it'll sound something like this. I like the Broncos minus seven, but that's a little too expensive for me. So I'm going to wait. And if they give up some points, then I'm going to bet the Broncos at a cheaper price. Right. And a lot of people go, oh, look, now the Broncos aren't minus seven. I got them at minus four. That's a huge discount. That's great. Not keeping in mind that things within the game have changed. Most people who are winning sports bettors who liked the Broncos minus seven, if you were to say, okay, but the Raiders are now up seven nothing at the end of the first quarter, almost every sports better I know would say, well, I don't like the Broncos anymore. Okay, game state changes the what the game what the price of the game should be. So the idea of, well, I like the favorite, but let's wait and and see what happens live and bet them live. Now, you're going to win sometimes doing that because good teams will come back and they'll win games, but it's not a good process to repeat over and over and over. It's a losing process. But that's one of the most important things to remember. Game state matters a lot more than people give it credit for. So if you're going to win betting sports, and remember, if, you, if you're new to this, if you like live betting and you missed yesterday's show, I'd go listen to yesterday's show just to kind of get an idea of the beginner, the, the, the buildup for what we're going to be talking about today. But uh, today we'll talk about success and you know what it takes to be successful, live betting. And really, it's a lot harder than many of you might think. So the first thing you have to be able to do if you're going to be successful, live betting. And this is in my opinion, okay? There may be some people out there who do this for a living who don't take the mathematical approach I do, but I don't think it's a very good way to do this, okay? So in my opinion, if you're going to win live betting sports... You need to be able to have a system where you run live numbers, just like we do pregame. Most people, if not everyone who makes bets pregame and is successful doing so, has a formula, has a way of predicting these games. You plug in numbers, you plug in data, you plug in stats, and you get out a line. Okay, what do you think what you think the line should be? Well, the same thing happens live betting. It's actually the exact same process. There's nothing different. You have to be able to run numbers, decide if there's value, Find the bets where there is value, decide your bet amount, place your bet, and all that has to happen sometimes within 20 to 30 seconds. So pregame and live betting have some major differences, okay? And one of the main differences is 
Well, the first is the way the markets work, right? Pre-game, you get the uh, the advantage of the entire sports betting world chipping away and collectively altering the line. Live betting, you don't have that luxury. You've got seconds to make a decision. So that that's the first thing. And the second thing is we don't have a lot of time to make our bets or in our, our decisions. We have to run numbers, find value, decide how much we want to bet, which is crucially important, find the bet, place the bet, all before that line moves. Now, that that seems like a lot, but that's that's what it takes. That that's that's legitimate. That's what goes into live betting, at least live betting successfully. And then there's the issue of the delay. As we talked about yesterday, there is a delay for streaming services even on TV, even live TV. There's a bit of a delay. So if you're betting baseball and you're watching it on Peacock or any streaming device, you may be an out behind. You may be two outs behind. You may be three batters behind. <laughs> okay? It's kind of hard to make an accurate assessment of what's going on if there are three batters in the game that someone else has seen hit and you haven't seen hit. I mean, my God, these delays are hampering live bettors to an all-time degree that I've never seen before. So that matters a lot because when you're running these numbers and you've only got 30 seconds and this comes up and this comes up, well, sometimes that time overlaps. Okay, You may have an actual 30 seconds from when the catcher catches the ball to the next pitch to get a certain bet in, but with the delay... You're not going to know what's going on and why those lines are moving. Okay, I mean, you, I'm, I'm sure you've seen this before where you're watching a basketball game and you see the line go from, you know, it's like if Golden State's down 10 and the line is, you know, Golden State plus 10 and all of a sudden the, the line goes Golden State plus 8, Golden State plus 6, Golden State plus 4. You're like, wow, that was quick. What happened? And you're like, it's still at a commercial on my TV. What's going on here? <laughs> right? That happens all the time. So... If you're going to bet within 20, 30 seconds, if you're going to be doing this live, if you're going to be running numbers, I recommend doing everything in a commercial just to make sure that you're not running these numbers, putting a bet in without information or w w without every, every piece of information that's available. So that's what you have to be able to do is run numbers, find the bets and bet all within that small time window. And most people out there don't have a way of running numbers. Don't have a way of quickly saying, okay, what do I think about this? Is that what a touchdown is worth? Is that what a field goal is worth? Is that what the, the first out of an inning and the sixth inning is worth when the team's down two? You need all that stuff. Okay, so actually, you may not like my answer here, but I think most people should avoid live betting. Most people should not live bet. It's a totally different game than pregame betting. Pregame, you've got time, you've got resources, there's information changes, there's a whole lot out there. Live betting, you don't have that luxury. So unless you have access to the same data that the sportsbooks have, you're, you're, you're going to lose. You are at an inherent loss. There's not many times I say this, that in sports betting, you're guaranteed to lose. But if you approach live betting and you only live bet, and you do so without data, I can guarantee you will lose over time. You're playing a fixed system against you. And I can say that with anything in sports betting. If you just you know, whimsically make all these bets without data, you may be able to have, you may be able to have a good year, a good season, a good couple years, but it's not going to last. And so you have to remember that. Data is, is crucially important. And if you don't have that data, and you don't have the ability to say, okay, we're watching a hockey game, uh, how often... Does a minus 160 favorite go down 3-1 in the second period and come back and win? 
If you don't have that information, what the hell are you doing betting that game in the first place? You have to know historically how often the favorite wins, how often the road team wins, how many goals are scored, what's going on. You have to know all that stuff. Otherwise, what, what are you doing trying to predict this game? So you have to find data. You have to acquire data. And if you're saying, well, Tyler, how do we get this data? Uh, a lot of times I have to buy my data, okay? I just got done purchasing NFL data from 1999 to 2022. You know how much it cost me? It cost me a couple grand, okay? And some people, you know, some people may say, what the hell are you doing? Why would you spend $1,000? Because that information is going to help me make that money up 10 times this season, if not 100 times. Well, let's hope I'm making 100 grand, but you get the point. It's worth it if you're going to use that information to, to actively predict games and, and be a winning sports better. You have to go over the top. Here's the thing. I think most people out there listening to this podcast and, and others like this, you want to win, but you don't want to do all the work it takes to win. You don't want to spend two grand on stats. You don't want to learn how to code computers. You just want to listen to a podcast. And, and look, I'm not ripping on people. I'm just saying that's the reality of, of, of most people betting today. So if that's the reality, my advice is bet less, bet fewer games, and don't live bet unless you have access to this data. Now, let's talk about the whole idea of hedging and arbitraging and guaranteeing profit, because I see a lot of people make mistakes doing this within live betting also. The first thing is guaranteeing a profit, okay? If you took a team money line, let's say you took, a, let's say you took a, an underdog at plus 120 money line before the game started, and that underdog gets off to a good start, and now the other team is plus 120, what you can actually do, it's called an arbitrage. You can guarantee yourself a profit. And I heard one of my good buddies talk to me about this the other day. One of my buddies, his cousin makes a lot of these bets, right? Friend of a friend of a friend. But one of my good friends, his cousin makes a lot of bets. And his cousin will tell him advice, right? Here's what we should do. Here's what we should do. And it's very common that his cousin will say, let's lock in our profit. And it may seem like a good idea. Okay? And it may seem like a good idea because most people are out there losing so much that anytime you can guarantee a win, it seems good. But that's actually a loser's approach to sports betting, guaranteeing a profit. You only want to hedge or arbitrage or guarantee profit when the line is incorrect. It's just like betting live. Okay, In our example, if we have team A plus 120 and during the game, team B goes to plus 120, Sure, we could arbitrage and guarantee a profit, but that's not the point. The point is, what should the price of Team B be? Team B B, <laughs> right? And so if, if the price of Team B should be plus 140, why in the world would we ever make a bet at plus 120 just to lock in a profit? It makes no sense, okay? Because over the long run, you're actually going to bleed yourself out locking in a profit because over the course of time, you're taking away your ability for your potential dollars. Okay, potential earnings is a real thing. And if every game that you bet 100 or bet 110 to win 100, you're, you're arbitraging to guarantee a $10 profit, you're actually sacrificing $90 of profit if your original bet would have won. You see, so it's only good to hedge or arbitrage if the line says so. So we never just want to lock in profit for the sake of locking profit in. If we have team A plus 120 and during the the game, team B is plus 120 and we think team B should be minus 110, that's now a bet, 
You see, we have effectively arbitraged, we've effectively locked in that profit, but it's not because we wanted to lock in a profit, it's because the second price was incorrect. And we now have a chance to take advantage of the books making another mistake. So it's not about just, oh, we got to lock in a profit. Why? Well, because we can guarantee that we won. That's a very, very loser's mentality. Because at the end of the day, we're going to bed without losing. Thank God, right? Because it happens so often. Let's just guarantee we win $10 and walk away, right? That's not good. What you want to do is make sure that the line is wrong. That's the only time we ever want to bet live. Not if it's a favorite that's gotten cheap, quote unquote. Not if it's guaranteeing a profit, only if the line is incorrect. And this applies to middling as well. Middling is a very powerful concept. And for those who don't know what middling is, middling is where you try and middle a game, okay, with a point spread. So if the Broncos are minus seven and playing the Oakland Raiders, and the Broncos get off to a really good start, and the line moves to Broncos minus 12, what some people will do is now bet the Raiders at plus 12. So you've got two tickets in your pocket. You've got Broncos minus seven and Raiders plus 12. So if the game lands, Broncos win by 8, 9, 10, or 11, you now win both bets, effectively winning 20 to 1 on your wager. But any other time, with any other result, you win one bet and lose one bet, guaranteeing that you lose the VIG, okay? And middling can be very important. It can be very profitable. And a lot of professionals do middle. The issue is, again, some people like to middle just for the sake of middling, not understanding that you only want to middle when it's beneficial for us to do so. If that game lands within our window of numbers, a certain amount of time to be profitable, we make the bet. If not, we don't make the bet. So I get my, my point of today's show is, unless you have a way of knowing what the bets you're making offer in terms of value, how much of an edge do you have? What happens if there's an out next, you know, next pitch or whatever, you shouldn't be making these bets. There's a lot that goes into live betting profitably that a lot of people do not talk about. But for hedging, for arbitraging, you never want to lock in profit, just to lock in a profit. And you always want to make bets only when the line is incorrect. And my last thing that I'll leave you with today is that, again, I know I said this, but unless you have some kind of a live betting calculator and you know exactly what the line should be based on any game situation, you shouldn't be betting sports or you shouldn't be live betting these sports. And you can do a simple uh, uh, you know, practice round with this. You can, I, I would sit down. If one of my friends said they wanted to live bet hockey, obviously I, I'm very proficient live betting hockey. I have the book for what every line should be, every price if, you know, I have historical data. So I can go and see, okay, every time a team's plus 120 and they're up to up 2-0 at the end of the first period, how often do they win? How many goals are usually scored, right? I know all of that stuff. But if you're a better and you're going to bet the NFL live, do that with yourself. Play, you know, play the same game with yourself. Say, okay, if the Broncos are minus three against the Raiders and the Broncos are up 21-20 with 10 minutes to go in the third quarter, historically, what has the line been? If you can't answer that, what are you doing betting into that line? Okay, so that's my point with live betting. It's far more difficult than the average person makes it seem, but it's a lot of fun because you get involved and it's live and it's there. So a lot of people end up doing it. And unfortunately, we're just making the bookies more and more money. So, all right, that does it for today's show. Thanks so much for listening. Remember, if you want to bet VIG free, check out betteredge.com. Get rid of the minus 110, get rid of the VIG. Start betting risk free today with Better Edge. Put in promo code SBD for a free $20 at betteredge.com. 
Thanks so much for listening to today's show. Hope you learned a little something about live betting, and I hope you improve your live betting process. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.